This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. We're back with Grassroots Marketing on CannabisRadio.com. And joining me right now on the line is the founder of Christian Cannabis, or you might remember him as the well-known pastor and founder of TripleXChurch.com, which has been featured recently in the New York Times for his work with psychedelic medicine, making ways again now with Christian Cannabis. Craig, thanks for being with us. Hey, thanks for having me on. So there's a couple different areas we want to go ahead and talk about, first of all. Uh, first of all, talk to me about, we've had a couple of people that have talked in the area of religion and cannabis and the associations and the correlations that we have when it comes to scripture and what has been said in the Bible about cannabis and hemp in general. And, you know, we've had, we've seen some stories out there of those that have, they've put together, you know, their own denominations or their own uh, places of worship, but have been used differently. So, for instance, there was the Rastafarian Church in Madison, Wisconsin, which got shut down. It was really just a place for people to go ahead and be donated a chance to go ahead and uh, receive marijuana in there in that state. And they said that they offered worship services and things like that, but really was just kind of a place for people to go get black market, basically. You see stories like that and talk to me about, you know, what it is about Christian cannabis that you're doing here and what you've done in being a cannabis-related religious place of worship and looking at stories like that and how you have that kind of a, there's a stigma or stereotype you're continuing to fight and things like that happen. Yeah. So, um, for me, God, I, I grew up in a Baptist upbringing. I wasn't allowed to dance, listen to rock music. Um, obviously drugs out of the question, you know, I'm 46. So grew up in the dare movement. Um, that and didn't get as well. I know that yeah. Andy Reagan was a definitely oh. was different strokes. I remember the episode with the yeah. talk about it. Yep. We all saw yeah. it. So I didn't give myself permission till I was 37 years old, uh, going through a bunch of health problems, not wanting to prescribe, get any of the prescriptions filled for any of any of the pharma medicines. Um, I watched a documentary on CNN called Weeds, and I got my medical card that day um, in California. It felt like I had committed a crime, even though this was, you know, legal. And um, I went, I went, ex- I gave myself permission to explore this path. And for me, I found the plants to be spiritual. Um, I picked up a book called Cannabis and Spirituality by uh, an author named Stephen Gray. And he talks about cannabis being used in all sorts of, you know, r- religious ceremonies, um, even put together a spiritual plants conference in Canada that he invited me to. And that's where my mind was just going, OK, there's medical, there's recreational use of cannabis. But what about this other lane called spirituality? And I'm not the one to come up with that. Obviously, this is something that I think, you know, cannabis needs more than two categories. And for me. I wanted to explore this from, from that sense. So working with cannabis, with meditation, working with it, you know, to kind of change, guide my prayer life a little bit differently. Um, 
yeah, I started to, to see this plant in a, in, a, in a whole different, different space. And then I realized like for my people and inside Christianity, they just need somebody, you know, to give them permission. And, you know, I had two friends that were very big in the, in, in the church being gay affirming, uh, their churches took huge hits when they came out, but it opened up a new, you know, a new audience. And so I felt like inside Christianity, there's so many people that don't know about this plant. They still think it's the devil's lettuce. And what about if the thing that we've learned to demonize could actually be a part of our spiritual healing? You know, and it's amazing where there are certain things where, you know, it, what things are ingested, what you are able to smell when it comes to incense. I always think about the smell of incense. I'm a Catholic and I, I go every Sunday to mass. They are using incense all the time. They just feel like, okay, but what are, are we getting anything kind of any kind of entrepreneur, entourage effects, entrepreneur, entourage effect. It was an entrepreneur effect. Shall I used to produce entourage effects that could come from that. We never know. But what I can tell you is I look at what you say and you're quoted about your new venture, Christian cannabis, which we'll talk about in a moment. You say that there is quote, without a doubt, a spiritual side to plant medicine. There are long-held stigmas and doubts regarding its use, especially in the Christian community, and it's preventing spiritual growth. It's time we acknowledge that God created plant medicine and Christians should have access to quality, safety, and cannabis products made just for them. So you can't overcame your own reservations based on what you were taught and what you were preached. And now you've moved ahead with your wife, Jeanette, correct? And... Now you're going to go ahead with Christian Cannabis. You're offering high CBD, low THC cannabis strains cultivated specifically for Christian consumers and and having proprietary solutions such as SafeScale and Know Your Cannabis software. So talk to me about that. Yeah, I think, you know, what I did with Triple X Church back in 2002 was, you know, the Internet came out. Kids were struggling looking at porn. It was like the number one thing to do online. And the church was silent about it. So I created a, a safe place online and and created a new conversation in the church. And so anytime a church wanted to address this topic over the last 20 years, our ministry was, was able to help that. And so in that same way, here I see another conversation that Christians are late to the party on. Um, most pastors don't have any understanding about, you know, the benefits, positive benefits of cannabis. We've just demonized this. So I thought, you know, we'll start with content. We'll start putting out some information. We'll start, um, and, and one thing I, I know about the Christian world, I used to have to take one of my tape cassettes, five of my tape cassettes of my favorite bands and exchange them for one Christian band. And as much as I don't think we need Christian everything, we love our Hobby Lobbies, the In-N-Out Burgers, the Chick-fil-A's. So to me, to have a, have a company that actually has products that we know we know our audience. We know we have a very first time audience that we're not going to blast off with, you know, 30% THC strains or, um, so yeah, we're very excited. Like the support that I've gotten inside the cannabis industry. Uh, one of my founding partners is, is Gee from, uh, the brand Papa and Barkley, um, which to me is the only brand that my, of cannabis, my 74 year old mom will use. She uses their balm. And so to be able to have somebody um, and partners inside the cannabis industry that know that are going to really help our audience. We're, we're really looking at an audience that isn't in dispensaries right now. They're not using cannabis because they're outside this fence because nobody's given them permission. And you know what? I'm, I'm okay being that guy because I've, I've seen it. I've seen my wife heal of 
cervical cancer using a thousand milligrams a day of Rick Simpson oil. I've seen people, you know, just cannabis put a smile on your face, you know, and, and, and just enjoy life a little bit more. For me, it put me in touch with my spirit a little bit more. It, it slowed me down. It, uh, I liked who I was with cannabis in my system more than without it. And so it, it I allowed it to kind of be a teacher. And I think, um, you know, there's a lot of ways and a lot of things cannabis can show you if, if you're willing to, to sit with it. Now, you mentioned Pablo Barkley, which many of our cannabis reader listeners are very familiar with. I'll point out that we spoke with Adam Grossman, who's founder and executive chairman, on our Plant Profit series last February. We had John, o we had Guy Rocourt, who's a chief product officer, and Boris Sharansky, the COO, all on our network just in the last year. So we definitely had them out there and we yeah. understand that, you know, they do great work, but do you feel like when you had this partnership come together, what do they tell you about, you know, what possible, what possible coverage might they might get because they're attaching themselves to a Christian or religious sector? Yeah. So I can't speak obviously for Papa Barkley. I know Guy, uh, who you mentioned, uh, one of the founding partners, uh, he's joined with me on this project. Um, well, did you feel like there was any? Well, did you feel like you were when you had this relationship? I mean, did you feel there was, was going to be a level of hesitancy by other companies to work with you, or to or to find someone yeah. that will work with you to bring you the strains that you wanted to you work in this project? You know, once again, there's a lot of similarities to, to my work at Triple X Church. We we launched inside the the sex industry, and we we got a lot of favor right away. And then it took us a couple of years to get the support of the church. So I launched this in 2019 and, you know, one of the vice presidents of Moxie was a mentor of mine for almost a year. Um, he, I had a lot of inroads, you know, a former porn star, if you want this story that I helped out of the industry that now you can find, you know, preaching all around the country. Her, her two uncles are Adrian and Randy from Candescent. And so, um, we just, you know, I got a lot of inroads and a lot of help early on. And so over the last few months, as we've been working on this team, um, yeah, we've just been stoked up. I think they see the opportunity. They see our audience and they see there's not a lot of brands that are bringing a brand new audience into cannabis. Now, it's interesting how you and Triple X Church made it into the, into the space of cannabis. Because I'll tell you this, too. Uh, it's one of those things where, I mean, I think make no mention of this too often, but it was, what, 17 years ago that I actually was, well, I know, about 16 years ago, that I got to work on a podcast network, a very early podcast network that was geared towards the adult industry, the webmasters. Uh, those were making videos, and we're just starting into the high def. And noticing that, you know, there were people that were also trying to be well, I think of one lady that was really much into that space, uh, Joan Irvine, wanted to make sure to help protect kids from what was being what was being exposed to them or any issues of sex trafficking, things like that, those kind of issues. And knowing there are good-hearted people that came from adult that also made their way to cannabis because she did the same thing. I mean, have you seen a lot of yourself when it comes to, I mean, one, so business people are going to look at this as a niche industry. It's another place for entrepreneurship. But there's also something about what this does for bringing people together and how people are, are, you know, it's finding a way to be compassionate and help people out and help people that are in need. 
Yeah. And I mean, you get it because look what you're doing. You know, a lot of people that are new to cannabis don't understand, like you drop in uh, on a meal together with cannabis. um, God, that's a whole different conversation than alcohol or sports bar. You know, like um, when the the Lowe's Cafe opened here in L.A., I man, some of my best dinners were just being able to go meet with some people and drop in over cannabis. And yeah, I think the community, the connection, the the need to like understand man we don't need to rely on so much maybe our pastors and all these other people like we we are the church and so i think giving people yeah the permission to invite people over to smoke a joint or to take an edible or just enjoy drop in um my prayer life went from me talking a lot to me sitting in silence a lot and 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 realizing i don't need to say anything i just need to get out of the way I, i started receiving information or downloads that voice that I've been following my whole life, like became a lot more active. And then you, you know, like for me, I've let it kind of guide me. And um, man, I've heard a lot, you know, I I lost a lot of businesses. I lost a lot of opportunities just to work with people that I was working with because of this. And, you know, a lot of people told me my wife got cancer because I was in sin. So to me, the judgment from Christians, like early on, I knew I just needed to weather that storm. And eventually they just need to be educated about this. And so we've got a work to do and inside our brand. It's not just selling products, but I think, you know, to educate, to have podcasts, to have information out there. Sure. You know, we have a track right now that's on cannabisispiritual.com and you can download a meditation and maybe somebody's never just tried cannabis, you know, in a spiritual setting. And so opening up like, I think we're just at the very early beginnings of what this plant actually can do. And I think um, giving people permission and being an advocate for this, that's what I love about Guy. Like his story of Papa Barkley, his story is just a 23 year advocate for this plant. Like he's a true evangelist and um, man, I can't wait to, you know, we're we're hoping um, to have products on shelves by the fall. Now, the other thing too, I think about is it is like you said, the fight against that stigma. The other thing I always see too, where, and I'm, I'm going to be honest, listen, and I'm, I'm a God fearing man. And I, I love people that are, you know, at least they're making the point of speaking and reaching out to people that have faith in God, and Lord Jesus Christ. But I notice those religious outlets when they see a husband and wife together and they're singing, like they got the little, like I got those, uh, the microphones, like they're on stage, like going to do like choreography or some dance set. And they're out there and they're all oh, their fellowships or this and that. But yet they're asking for 10% of what you make in your income. That kind of stigma. How hard has it been to overcome given the fact that you're trying to do what you're doing here based on what you've done with triple X church? I mean, it's, I can only imagine, you know, like you said, what you've gone through and now what you still have to go through because, you know, we don't have televangelists as much as we did anymore. We had that problem, but now we're at another level. Yeah, I think, um, you know, at triplexchurch.com, I've posted our hate mail for 20 years. You know, you're only doing this. Like, there's a lot of critics on the sidelines. You know, I, I feel like it's it's like listening to Sports Center all day, you know. And I don't pay attention to a lot of people on the sidelines that tried to tell me how I could reach porn stars or what I was doing. You know, if I, I've never operated... You know, I've, I've looked at Jesus and the red letters of the Bible and what makes the most sense to me and, and what Jesus says and what we're all capable of. So with with cannabis, man, it was tough. Like, 
I mean, a lot of people don't know. Like, I had a pretty successful business <laughs> with a pretty famous author that wrote a got famous for writing a, a poem called "Jesus is Greater Than Religion," and we ran a a very big network for Christian social media influencers. And um, right after I launched this project, half the group didn't want to be in a photo with me because as much as they were okay with cannabis, Craig Gross was now bad for business. I went from being a guy that helped them with their business to I'm sitting in Hawaii with this group and my business partner, you know, I love Jeff, but he's like, look, dude, I know I just, I can't, this is going to hurt me in too many projects if I'm related to you right now. And so, you know, these last couple of years, at one point we looked at bankruptcy and, um, I went from having everything wow. I cashed in the house. I, I, um, I'm finishing up a book called bankrupt, but spiritually rich. And, um, I really was pushed to like, do I really believe this? Am I really okay with having nothing? And so now, I'm sitting in a meeting last week about a full acquisition by a, a multi-state operator for Christian mm -hmm. cannabis. And, you know, Guy's sitting in the room with me and, and he made me really look at like, what does this thing really cost me? And I just want a shot at doing this. I want a shot at getting product on shelves, getting people healed. You know, my wife that had in cervical cancer, we're working on endometriosis tincture that I think can help women before it gets to the point of cancer. So, um, but basically, yeah, I mean, your I'm faith has never, this. Your faith this, this has never wavered. You still feel like you're in full contact. You're able to pray directly to, to, to God, and you feel like you're going to be guided, and you will always there will always be a way for this this ministry to continue, no matter what. Man, there's been moments I've wanted to get away from this project the last three years. Mm -hmm. Um yeah, I really like that. I've tried to lay it down. I've tried to get away. And for me and my family, I mean, my son's had Tourette's. Um, same thing Billy Eilish has gone through. He's been an actor. Now he's a musician and yeah. very creative genius. But I, I looked at CBD that was helping, that could help him. And a company called Dr. Norms that made these cookies. And I remember, you know, for my wife being able to heal on, on RXO, for my son being able to get help with Tourette's, from me being just liking who I am as a human more, you know, with cannabis going, you know what? I'll take the hit. I'll take the hit. Like, yeah. I know I'm right. I know. And I don't say that out of ego. I know we, we've done this plant wrong. And, you know, for me, yeah, I'm, I want a shot at doing this. I think we're very close to, to, to being on shelves nationwide, like, like from the start. And I think we have that kind of power behind our brand with our audience and even if we don't get them all, there's 182 million Christians. And I know there's people, I've sat with the pastors. I've sat, they've been in my house. I've taken them to dispensaries. I've, I've walked this road with a lot of people, not just now on, on cannabis, with psychedelics as well. And I've opened people's eyes to this. And this plant is good, you know? And so we got to stop that. And uh, when people experience that and they can experience recovery in a brand new way, and their body can start to heal. Their spirit can start to heal. I, I think it's it's going to be a wake up to the church that we've never seen before. It's great work. I mean, you know, fight the good fight. They'll, you may mention that you do have a, a track called Cannabis is Spiritual. Talk to me about that as we lead people to the website, ChristianCannabis.com. Yeah, ChristianCannabis.com. And like I said, you can get a free... Uh, <laughs> 
you know, like a track that you can just kind of see all about the plant. It's an animated kind of piece on cannabisandspiritual.com. You know what? I don't see a lot of that anymore. The biblical tracks that used to be passed along <laughs> in various places. I bet you were one of those people that used to put out those little books. We, I printed three hundred thousand Bibles that say Jesus loves porn stars. So I, I you know, I, I've tried to make the Bible or the things creative in a way, in a fun way. But this cannabis is spiritual track. Yeah, we had the kind of kids Bible track in mind. Now, uh, what can you tell me real quickly about uh, what people can look for? You obviously have a podcast, is what I didn't make mention of yet, and you put a lot of information. But now what about the uh, products themselves? You know, if people want to go ahead and buy what these strains that we're talking about, how can they get access to those? Like I said, we're, yeah, we're, we're hoping by fall to have products, at least in California and Michigan, if not uh, several states. So we've been in talks with, um, yeah, uh, one multi-state operator that I, I think uh, we're very close with. So any and that, information, the website will have it as soon as you're able to go yeah, and announce. As soon as we have it, and, and, and we'll have uh, CBD products nationwide as well. So, um, yeah, it's coming. You know, And thankfully, the, the people in the cannabis industry, um, man, it's, it's been it's, – it's, it's always just refreshing when you, you know, for me, the sex industry, now the cannabis industry, two industries that are really shamed, but I've met some of the greatest people inside them. And – Man, we're being met with open arms, and I, I think we're going to have a real great shot at, at at helping a lot of people through this through this brand. You know, you're not kidding. I mean, I did meet some people in the adult industry that was people were just so nice. I mean, you know, obviously there there are those that might be the talent that might have a different story to say, but the people behind the scenes that worked with these people that were the talent, they were really great people. They're really nice, grounded, but you know, I mean, it's. You want to still have people to be good, but also you want to be able to have it where everybody gets access. And I think what you're doing right here is those that are, I mean, they are, I guess the best word would be not the, the, the propaganda has gotten to them and they've been isolated, put in a bubble that, oh, God forbid you ever try to touch this at all. You are breaking that barrier down. You are chopping away at it. And more people we know are supporting the idea in every state of medical and adult use marijuana to be in their state and and that's what's going to happen and i'm glad that yeah. you are able to go and put that together and thank you for 20 years of putting this fight out for us well thank you thanks for just yeah helping me get the word out and you know i think this uh it's not easy you know i no. i think the people that have come before us in cannabis um man, they've really paved the way. And uh, I think it's, it's now it's a matter of survival. <laughs> you know, who can, who can, this thing's going to be federally legal. This is going to change, be a game changer. And, you know, there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of people still sitting on the sidelines until that comes. And, you know, for me, I don't need <laughs> the federally legalization to give me permission to, to do this. If this is legal in your state, man, and this could help you. Um, man, God's not going to shame you for no. using something that he. No, I, and I'll tell you, the faith is to keep the faith is tough. What a struggle to have that every day. I just pick this as a tangent. And I remember hearing somebody tell me, and I, and I always take this to heart. You know, if you feel like your question, your faith is being questioned, you can think about the fact that in the Bible, 
that God or Jesus Christ mentioned, do not be afraid, do not fear. And they said it was 365 times in the Bible, one for every day of the year. And I'll tell you, it, it, it's about as good as, as it gets to keep me sound and keep me grounded and keep me hopeful. Figured I say it to you, you man of the, literally the man of the cloth, and I appreciate you taking time to talk to us. TripleXChurch.com, ChristianCannabis.com. And again, here with Craig Gross, thank you so much for being on with us. God bless. Thank you, man. All right. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.